I'd rather be shiny Like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck Scrub the deck and make it look shiny I will sparkle like a wealthy woman's neck Just a sec, don't you know Fisher, don't, don't, don't They chase anything that glitters Beginners Oh, and here they come, come, come To the brightest thing that glitters mm, fish dinners I just love free food And you look like seafood All right, hey now, welcome to uh, the, another episode of How Sim Sees It It's been a little bit, and we're back on the yeah. air yeah, it's been ten days. Ten days. Feels like forever. An eternity. <laughs> yeah, that voice over there is none other than the co-host with the most, Mr. J. Rod. Hello again, everybody. We are here to talk movies and do it uh, uh, in a in a very fun and groovy way. And today uh, is Moana, and that is the song you heard right there. Uh, that's not the only song, but uh, it's one of many featured in the uh, in the film. And uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later, uh, but it's a uh, it's going to be fun to talk about uh, as it features uh, songs and lyrics from Lin Manuel Miranda, Indeed. who uh, was very popular in the uh, theater it's circuit. A very defined style. Yes, uh, and then uh, we were also going to uh, I'm going to be uh, reviewing The Edge of Seventeen, uh, which was uh, something that Anna wanted uh, me to review. So I, I remember a, enjoying uh, the one trailer we saw. Yeah. I don't even remember what movie it was in front yeah. of, but yeah. it was and a while ago, too. Yeah, it was, and we will get to that uh, when we talk about The Edge of Seventeen, but it featured one uh, Woodrow Harrelson. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit, but uh, let's just say that uh, Edge of Seventeen, I braced for the worst, and uh, I did not uh, receive the worst. Huh? So, huh? so yeah, huh? yeah. Well, we'll get there in a little bit. So, uh, welcome to How Sim Sees It. Uh, it has been ten days, and it's like uh, riding a bicycle. We just jump right back on and uh, deliver uh, another solid show. We didn't miss any content wise. We we just bumped up a show a few days. Yeah, to, well, uh, we had the live show. And yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. The, well, that allowed us to uh, have uh, enjoy you know our holiday mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know with. Uh, with all that and still not miss uh, any uh, yeah con- you know content wise uh, so here we are again uh, back on our normal schedule uh with uh, movies to reviews for use uh so yeah Woot. yeah uh so yeah if you don't know the drill uh we have a standard section of a weekly update we like to call it whereas uh, goings on in the movie world and just general world uh, just uh, some general things that we like to talk about news related i also have a few tv reviews i'm going to give for you uh walking dead this week uh, plus west world of course and uh then we're going to have a little trailer section we'll talk about uh, i at least have three trailers i'm going to talk about which is pretty good and then uh, we're going to get into our main event review section of uh, Moana and uh, The Edge of Seventeen. Moana being the new Disney movie of that of uh, A Tale of Samoan Lore, or One is Led to Believe. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's that. Also titled something different in Europe. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I don't, uh, maybe as to not uh, be, I don't even know what, because uh, the title, I don't 
think is offensive. Well, maybe it means something else. Perhaps it does. In overall yeah. Britain land. Yeah, it was just something I saw on a on a headline that I meant to click, and and I had to go somewhere and got sidetracked and never saw. But uh, but anyways, yeah, it uh, it's good to be back in the saddle again. Dobby is here. He had a good Thanksgiving. He had some extra treats. Uh, you know, he enjoys when uh, he gets a little uh, you know a little piece that'll fall off. Uh, you know, in air quotes that'll fall off the table you know so to speak mm-hmm. he'll uh, he'll gobble that turkey up pun intended haha <laughs> see that's good stuff is it that's a material okay. you can you, you can use that <clears throat> i will make note of it yeah that's right thank you noted uh <laughs> so public domain everyone <laughs> that's right uh and anyways as uh, we are getting into now episode 100 and some uh, f- uh 14. 14 uh which is pretty badass uh we like to uh start every show with uh, thanking anybody new who may have tuned in uh we always like seeing i get notifications and stuff when uh we get uh, new listeners and it seems to be uh happening more frequently which is always exciting yeah to me so that's always good news uh means that uh, good uh, word of mouth is spreading uh we uh, also like to hang out at the car mic 18 here uh, locally in peoria where we like to do our live shows where we can hopefully interact with crowds and if not at least we're there to take in the atmosphere and ambiance of a theatrical get, uh, premiere yeah so, interviews uh, with interesting people sometimes that's right uh <laughs> we are going to uh, be back out there again uh for star wars which is coming up in about three weeks mm. so mm. that's pretty exciting mm. uh, i like me some star wars yeah i yeah. mean uh how could you not yeah and i like live shows so it's uh you know it's pretty Those good are, they're, fun. Yeah. they're fun yeah yeah so uh that's all exciting times coming up also we are uh, one of the uh, the only shows around that has a mascot, uh, mascot in Dobby. Dobby again having himself a fine Thanksgiving week. Uh, you know, just living that life, that dog's life. But he's enjoying his snowman toy. Yeah, he's got a snowman toy. He uh, he really digs that snowman toy, man. Because uh, when I go to like uh, sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. The dog sleeps literally on my shoulder. He like puts his head like on my shoulder, and he's like, "Come on, man, get comfy." And then he clicks over on his back, and that's where dude sleeps. So I'm I'm cool with that. But now he started bringing the snowman into bed, like oh. with him. Oh. So he like has, can lay down, and but he's still got his like chew toy there. So he's like wakes up and wants to get something. Like at least he's got a toy close by. Mm-hmm. That's how much this dog loves his toys. Um. Like. So is the snowman a year-round thing? Yeah, or you know, it was, believe it or not, that, chime treat. that toy right there mm-hmm. we got for Pedigree when he was young. Oh, wow. Like back in, like, uh, ICC young when you would come around back in, like, mm-hmm. 2004, five, four, four, 2005. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how old that is. And it never got used, so we threw it in a box, and then we recently unearthed some of these old toys, and he is a dog who loves toys. He destroys them, mm. and that one is giving him issue. So, oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah. So that one lasts. Can't, can't be destroyed. Yeah, and he likes it. He's taking it as a personal challenge amongst himself <laughs> to uh, to either get it or uh, he's going he's gonna to take that thing to the bitter end. Mm. So he's loving that snowman toy. It, but it's been it's weird, though, because he didn't bring it out until about November is when he got oh, yeah. into it. So it's like he knew mm. the season was almost upon us. Mm-hmm. 
uh, as now we have the Christmas tree up and the wonderful ambiance and all that. Uh, People really like these fat white things around this time of year. I think I'll just bring this one out. It'll make yeah, them happy. I just watched uh, Krampus last night, which had, uh, of mm. course, the crazy snowmen yeah. uh, in there doing stuff. So, yeah, uh, but Dobby's having himself a good old time, uh, as uh, are we. It was a good holiday, and uh, now it's time to get to business. So, uh, with those new listeners that found their way in, we always like to give those guys a big old hey now, welcome to the show. Hey now. And then we have some that go uh, back and have been with us now for a bit. Uh, we know there's been some that jumped on at some point a while back, and we, we you know, they've seen us out at... Uh, some of the live events, and then, uh, you know, it's it's just nice to know that we have a, a good group of core listeners that hang with us for a while, and uh, we like to give those guys uh, a, a double hey now. Hey now. And then uh, there's a, there's a few, a very select few that go way back to the long, long time ago, uh, and they've been listening for, for a very long time, uh, over three years, which is crazy. Um yeah. yeah, they've been Jeez. yeah they've been getting down, and uh, we like to give those guys uh, what we feel is a very special uh, air high five. <laughs> that's just that's just for those guys only. They 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 they've earned it. They, but, but aren't technically doesn't everyone who's listening get it because it's in their earballs? Well, yeah, I suppose. I suppose so. You just kind of turned the whole thing up on its end there. I did. It, did. You, it you, just occurred to me. You exposed it for for I the for three... the fraud that I guess it is. <laughs> I suppose it's not really that special, people. <laughs> Sorry. Well, damn. Uh, rain on your parade. Yeah. Jeez. Well, if that ain't something, if that's not a kick in the junk, I don't know what is. Uh, no, uh, we jest, of course. Uh, but on that note, we are going to move it on into the weekly update because we got stuff to talk about, and we want to talk about it right now. I'd like to start off the weekly update with uh, a little bit of business. Uh, we are, uh, of course, located at www.housemcisa.com. If you go there uh, during the holiday season, and I know that I do a lot of my shopping on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy because I don't like to go to crazy stores with people and stuff. <laughs> So no, the stores aren't crazy. The people inside the stores are crazy. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, J Rod has rigged up some sort of device. Uh, tell them about the device, J Rod. That oh, uh, uh, well, it's it's a Amazon link, and you just go to our website and click on Amazon, and uh, anything you shop uh, for on Amazon, uh, we get a, a little uh, percentage. And that doesn't uh, cost me a damn thing. No, it doesn't cost you any more. Than you would normally. Yeah. Spend I would go there Amazon. normally to listen to the podcast, anyways. Yeah. And when going there, listen to the podcast, I could just click on that and then make an order. I can technically do that for my own damn shopping, and I think I will. Yeah, you, you, you can. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think I can, and I think I will. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kickback City. Yeah, and if you go to Amazon a lot, you can bookmark the page and uh, and uh, use it uh, all the time. I do go to Amazon a lot. I don't often buy, mm. but I go there. Well, but Christmas time I buy. You should just book, bookmark it in case one night in the middle of the night you're looking at something like, oh, I'm going to one-click buy that mm, mm-hmm. at 3 in the morning. Yeah, sometimes they got pops on there that you can't get like in other places. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know I like those and pops. And you could indeed uh, pay it yourself. Yeah, so it's like I'd get some back. Amazon. How yeah. about that? Doesn't change the way you shop at all? Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, we've uh, uh, it's, it's we made it real easy. Uh, you just you just click right on it and you go there and you do your thing. Yeah, it's right on the home page. Yeah. So how about that? Uh, here's big news. Big news. Big news. If I had a fanfare and trumpet, I would use it. 
Yeah, that's good enough. I'll take that. Uh, Doctor Strange, you may have heard of him. Uh, his name's, Mr. Doctor? His name's Stephen. Stephen Strange. Mr. Stephen Doctor. Strange, Mr. Doctor Strange. Mm. And uh, you may have heard of this other dude, Iron Man. Yeah. Heard of that guy? Yeah. Flies around, shoots things. Uh, I believe that's Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, that's the very same. Uh, but uh, on the reel here, uh, Doctor Strange beat out Iron Man for Marvel's biggest debut ever for a superhero. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beat out... Uh, I mean, that's a big... That's, I can't describe to you how big that is for mm-hmm. a debut movie to beat out Iron Man. Iron Man's the one that, that, that well, launched it all. And it, it held that record since 2008, like... It's a long time. Uh, it's good. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch brings a whole different uh, fandom. With he does. It. Just, just him. Also. And, and they go see because of him. Lack of 3D IMAX, mm-hmm. which could bolster or, you know, skew the sales numbers. Mm-hmm. More so, people can afford to go. Is that what you're getting No, at? I'm saying that I don't think that people in 2008, I think that, you know, nine dollars at a theater gets stretches you a lot farther. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus you go to an IMAX 3D now, and it's you know the fifteen bucks you 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 will lay it down, and it, it's awesome. But at the same time, that option wasn't there oh, right. at that time, mm-hmm. and if it was, it wasn't like it is today. That's true, cost wise. So mm-hmm. I just wonder if adjusted for you know the years inflation. inflation or whatever mm-hmm. uh what uh if it would still have beaten you know iron man so oh so it was by uh by a dollar number not by uh per- i mean i imagine i imagine so it didn't mm-hmm. go into the metrics of the whole oh, thing okay. but i just well, that's, that's just something I that, stress, uh, that is important yeah it is <laughs> uh that's why i was i've been thinking about it you know so let me but, see if i can pull it up but yeah uh dr strange beat out iron man for uh, marvel's biggest character uh debut so that's uh that's a pretty big deal because uh, iron man's uh is big 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 time movie back yeah. in the day still really good one of marvel's very best was their very first so um while he's looking that up today yeah, uh, happens to be oh what you got it is by dollar amount dollar amount uh, so it's uh dr strange becomes marvel's biggest single character debut film with more than 600 million worldwide he said that kind of like a news anchor. Marvel's uh, Doctor Strange becomes the, you know, with a million worldwide. You know what I mean? How they got that news talk. You yeah, know? you ever notice how Brian Williams sounds a lot smarter because he asks questions slowly? Does. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways. Um, Brian Williams aside, yeah. um, it is. It happens today before it rolls over into the midnight hour. Uh, it is Bruce Lee's birthday today, so um, he's uh, pretty good go at the martial arts. Beat somebody up, somebody. But just be just careful. Go out there and punch people in the face. Be and, careful. And say Bruce Lee's birthday. Who are you, Tyler Durden, telling people to go and get in a fight. What are you? Yeah, giving them homework assignments. You gotta you be know. careful with mm. that. Uh, spraying water on people uh, cracked me up. <laughs> Not people. <laughs> yeah, a, a priest. priest. <laughs> a priest. That's right. And then oh, he spraying yeah. it on the book. Uh, was well, so uh, just uh, in honor of the uh, the Bruce Lee. My favorite of the Bruce Lee movies uh, is probably uh, Enter the Dragon. 
Yeah, uh, it's good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite kung fu movie in general is uh, Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. So uh, happy birthday to Bruce Lee. May you rest in peace. And uh, as he often liked to say, uh, "Be water, my friend." Mm-hmm. And uh, so, well, yeah. And from that, we will move as far to the right as we can. Uh, as confirmed by Vladimir Putin, which I, I always get a kick out of getting to say that name, just because it makes me laugh, it makes me giggle. <laughs> I can't help it. Like He'll I took kill a, you. like I took it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I took a sip of the giggle water. Uh, his name just uh, you know Putin. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Have you seen the video of the guy disappearing in front of the Kremlin that at night? Oh, oh my God. no. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's surveillance footage of a building from across the street, and they're scanning, and they catch the street, and you can see this guy walking, and then a street cleaner comes by, and then the guy's gone, and he's oh. never been seen again. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, no need to come to my town, Putin. No, um, no. I mean, it is different, you know, where we're at in the U.S. of A. and right in front of the fucking Kremlin. Like, literally, sure. the Kremlin's in the shot. Oh, all right. so I get, well, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was close by if he wanted it to be dealt well, with. Well, it couldn't have been easier, I guess. We yeah. could put it that way. Well, uh, <laughs> how about that? Uh, never seen again. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was a journalist, a Russian journalist. Well, uh, interesting. Uh, Well, now it has been uh, confirmed that uh, America's uh, former great action hero, Steven Seagal, Mm. is now a Russian citizen. Oh, good. So I say, how about that? You can have him. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We still have uh, the best of him in his movies from his prime. (laughs) (laughs) He had one of those? Above the law. Uh, Under Siege was pretty badass. It had Tommy Lee Jones. Is that okay. the one with the plane? No, that's no, the, that's the... Ex- executive decision. Yeah, yeah, that was executive decision. And I still harbor a grudge against executive decision from 1990 oh. motherfucking four oh. okay. when uh, I went to the theater because I was fresh off of an Under Siege high because it had Tommy Lee Jones, it had Gary Busey, huge stars mm-hmm. in the 90s, and it had Steven Seagal, and he was a, a chef, Chef Ryback on Under Siege, and like he had under you know undercover skills mm-hmm. and like he was badass so i was all primed to go see executive decision because i was like chef ryback is in that and he is badass steven seagal you ever seen him he's got a fucking 10th belt degree belt black belt of jeet kundo not aikido and like 10 others uh, uh he's and the ol- i think he's still the only master of shiri ru yeah and and that's legit folks i'm not making that shit up this dude has like 10 different like 10 degree black belts it's fucking nuts but anyways uh i was like geeked on the dude as was most of the country and uh you go to see executive decision which has uh, an always enjoyable kurt russell but i was not there to see kurt russell that day mind you i was he i was not disappointed he was there yeah, I was because say, i love kurt fo- russell that's foolishness i love kurt russell he was part of the experience but at that time i told you fresh off that under siege high okay i go there motherfucker steven seagal flies out a motherfucking plane 20 minutes into the movie and he's done for the whole movie okay Mm -hmm. you pay your i don't know at the time 1994 six dollars you know okay yeah you deserve to be spoiled because if you go into that movie thinking oh man i'm getting ready to see steven seagal be badass no you don't you see him be fucking stupid ass get sucked out of the plane so, I'd have been 10 years old. 
Yeah. I remember seeing that movie once. Yeah. And I don't believe I saw it twice. No, because you're pissed off because Seam Seagull. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I no, know. I know. That's what, that's it's, why that movie failed. Also, that 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 era of movie, that that nineties, like early to mid nineties movie. Let me tell you what that taught me. So dated. Let me tell you what that taught me. Okay. <laughs> You're still angry about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, I'm pissed off. It's like Artex <laughs> and the Never Ending Story when they drown that motherfucking horse, that poor horse. Yeah, I am still like traumatized by that shit, and I don't like ago, it, right? and I don't care. Falcor was cool, but it's not cool that they killed that horse. I liked that horse. I was attached <laughs> to that horse, and they just killed him off. Okay. I don't care if people die in movies, but you start killing off the animals, and that gets to my heart. What about Hedwig? Uh, dude, I wrestled with that. <laughs> it happened so early. It happened so too. fast that somebody had to tell me it happened. Yeah. And then when they told me, I was like, nuh-uh. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's much more tragic in the book. I didn't see that. And then when I rewatched it, I saw it. Yeah. It happened. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny you bring that up. Uh, Is it? You rub dirt in my wound. As I'm watching the Potters right now, I restarted. I started last night, and I've watched the first two. Are you going to finish now that you know this tragic news? Of course. Oh, okay. The, the Christmas tree's up. It's like a must-happen thing, you know? I'm going to watch part three tonight. It's gonna, I'm going to get jiggy with it. It's going to be good. I'm going to have sorry, some popcorn. non-denominational holiday uh, arboretum? Yeah. Hmm. Arboretum? Is that like a place where you go to get like uh, like Cadoba or burritos or Moe's or whatever? No, arbors, trees. Oh. Like Arbor Day? That's the day for the trees. John John Denver. So an arboretum is a place where you go to you, view the trees. You have to admit that that sounds kind of like one of those burrito joints, though. No. It does, though. No. Say it again. Arboretum. Would you like some spicy chipotle sauce with that? <laughs> no, because it it's goes a fucking just right tree. with it. <laughs> it goes right with it. I'm just no. saying. Chipotle sauce does not go with trees. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm in a perfect world, you know. It's pretty good. It's Chipotle Ranch. They put it right over the top. Don't overdo it, though, because it's kind of spicy. <laughs> it's the tree. All <laughs> kind, right. of, kind of spicy. Anyways, I do have important stuff to talk about, like Steven Seagal becoming a Russian citizen. Uh, no, I joke. Um, as I do want to, uh, I guess they say that death comes in threes. I got three for you this mm. week. Mm-hmm. Um one of them was not a good dude. Uh, he is not a good dude. He had a, a country in turmoil to in the United mm-hmm. States relations. His name was Fidel Castro. You may have heard of him. Um, we uh, couldn't uh, smoke Cuban cigars and have uh, delicious uh, uh, rums and stuff because uh, they got into a scuffle back in the day and they never got over that shit. They were trying to. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, that's, I'm summing it up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. That's like 50 yes, years are. of history, like just combined, like real uh, quick. Like 80. Yeah. So, you know, give yeah. or take. It's just basically uh, some more. dudes I got mean, pissed off and then they were like. To the Spanish American. Yeah. War. It was like one of them pissing contests, like, or, or more like the screw you guys. I'm going home. Man. I ain't going to yeah, talk to you it, no it more. It kind of goes all the way back to when people would kill each other with boats. Yeah. You know? But it, they were making headway uh, this year as Obama had talked to. Uh, Castro a couple times, and they had lifted uh, the embargo. Not the same uh, one, though. No, no, not the same one. Uh, yeah, but uh, in keeping in mind that they were trying to trying to get something going, mm, um, mm-hmm. which was uh, largely, um, you know, they are trying to ease the embargo. Yeah, trying to undo all of the doings of Fidel Castro. Who well, Fidel Castro in his own country was not. Let me. This is a. This is kind of got to give back Guantanamo Bay if yeah. we're ever gonna. 
Like this is the tension. Yeah. Like this is where it's all going. And you got to Fidel Castro is one of those polarizing individuals where is you know he for certain people he did a lot of good and for a whole lot of people he did a lot of bad. You know well, what I mean? He did a lot of nothing. Yeah. There was by, a whole by the, lot of nothing. By the nothing, bad. it was bad. Yeah, absolutely. The, mm-hmm. the nothing caused the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And as far as I know, um, it started in the late 50s. Uh, well, and, yeah, his specific reign of power, yes. And uh, came I think to it was a, actually like 54, maybe. Came to a but head he was a young uh, in the Kennedy years in the early 60s, the Bay of Pigs and all that. Uh, yeah, the C- Cuban Missile Crisis. Missile if you're crisis. young and don't know what the fuck that is, Google that shit, because yeah. the world almost ended Or if day. you're too lazy to Google it, watch a movie with Kevin Spacey doing a shitty New England accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck are you, uh, Kevin Costner? You're not a Kennedy, so don't talk like one, okay? You're not JFK. You're his advisor. You don't uh, eat uh, chowder, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bad Mayor Quimby impression, but... Well, that was his son. Yeah, Joel Quimby, I think is his name. Uh, well, what? Who? What? Uh, the the Chowder incident was actually the Quimby son. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah fair. Yeah, fair. Chowder. Point. Yeah, fair point. Chowder. It, yeah, yeah. Say it. Say it right. It's Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great episode. Season five. Good stuff, folks. It's like the two parter, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's the one. But you can watch all the episodes on fx uh and they have a marathon that's going for like thirteen days that started on Thanksgiving. That's mm. all. The episodes in a row, so nice. all six hundred of them. Yeah, Sweet. Simpsons on the other hand was renewed uh, through season thirty, and it's going to set uh, more records as it just keeps rolling on in prime time. Why wouldn't it? It's on season twenty six, so that's like three more years. Yeah, four, mm. three, four, four mm. ish. Well, the, the three and the rest of this season. Yes, uh, so that's something. Yeah. Um, also, uh, so yeah, Fidel Castro has passed away this week at his news uh, worldwide. Uh, and then here in America, uh, here's a story of a lovely lady who passed away. Her name was Florence Henderson, and she was, uh, well, for a lot of people, uh, America's TV mom for a good long while. You know, mm-hmm. as uh, Alice Brady, or not uh, Alice, is it Alice Brady? No, no Alice, Alice was, was the, the meat lady, lady right? Her, she dated the meat guy, though. Yes. Yeah, Sam, I think. Yes. Yeah. But uh, she was, uh, what was uh, Mrs. Brady's name? Oh, jeez. Yeah, we got to Google that shit. No, Jan was the kid, the, the middle kid. Mm. Uh, but yeah, she passed away. Uh, I I recognized her more from, she did movie roles that was kind of poking fun at herself for a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I knew her from. And playing against type, you know, in movies. Uh, which is kind of funny because everybody expected her to be one way and she would come and, and, and button hook you, you know, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and get a little filthy on you. And you'd be like, whoa, what just happened? But it did. Um, and then uh, also, uh, this one was kind of a tough one, uh, Emmy Award winning actor that I know from Firefly, uh, Ron Glass, passed away this week. Preacher. Yeah. Uh, so, bummer, you know? Yeah. I uh, watched Serenity. Yeah, do you? Mm-hmm. I, I thought about breaking out the Firefly, but I was like, yeah, I just can't. I did put the theme on my like everyday playlist, so that's yeah. fun. Well, I don't, you know, I didn't like out of all those, they all are a bummer. But I, I, 
I was obviously the most connected to to Ron Glass from my uh, experiences with Firefly. Mostly, mm-hmm. um, it was a bummer. Uh, just 2016, man. Like John Oliver said, fuck, fuck 2016. Yeah. Uh, he ended it early. Carol uh, Brady. Carol. Jesus, that took forever. Yeah, Carol. Damn. Uh, but yeah, so because everybody just said the sitcom mom, I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, see, we go deeper, so uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. get to that. I had to info. go to IMDb for that one. That's which right. Is the first place I should have went. So That's fuck right. Me is what I'm really saying. That's it, right there. Uh, make a T-shirt <laughs> out of it, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so yeah. Uh, also, uh, this week brings us to uh, one of the uh, craziest weekends of the year. And, of course, I am referring to what they call Black Friday. Get a eyes, like a doll's eyes. Didn't hear much of it this year. Rolls back in his head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I zone out there for a while when I start doing my quint, you know. The Jaws? You yeah. the thing from Jaws? <laughs> I can't. It's, uh, anyways... Um, yeah, it's busy. People go out. Uh, some people died this year, I believe, in Atlanta. They kind of do every year. Yeah, this year it was a little more... Uh, oh, really? It was a little more graphic. Uh, oh. Over merchandise, of course. Um, not the... Not the uh, shootings. Stampeding. Shootings. Oh, cool. Yeah, in Atlanta. Which is... Yeah, I'm like, damn. You know, over some goods. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, the... Seriously. Would you like to hear an even more ridiculous story? Uh, Sure. So uh, this kid bumped into a guy at a Dollar General store. He's like a teenager, 15. Uh Bumped into an older guy who's, I think, late 50s, early 60s. And so the old guy shot him. Are you serious? Yeah, shot him, killed him, went home, had dinner. The police found him later that day. Seriously? Yep. Because he bumped into him? Like, excuse me, sir? Mm -hmm. Did he say excuse me? I don't know. Well, obviously, yeah, he weren't there, so you probably wouldn't know. But no, I didn't really read much of the story. That's Those types up. of things are beginning to disgust me. I mean, it's a it's a very racially charged story, and you can pretty much surmise mm. who was who. Yes, nah, yeah. not so, cool, no. man. That's some messed up stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I will say that uh, what I did, like, I didn't have to go out. I got some killer video games on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Best Buy and the shit I wanted was still there. So uh, I'm glad nobody felt the need to shoot people over some Gears of War 4. But uh, Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I got uh, Gears of War 4 for uh, $30, and it came with, get this, I bought Gears of War 4, the mm-hmm. newest for the, for the Xbox One, uh, for $30. And it came with uh gears of war gears of war 2 gears of war 3 and gears of war judgment all with it from the 360 ported over so you can play them on your xbox one so you got five games for 30 bucks that's awesome yeah so i got all my gears of war games back which i haven't had since i sold off my 360 like a good while ago oh yeah well, nice. yeah so uh yeah and i also got uh i got uh this <laughs> you know i had to get something so i got this uh uh, at Hot Topic, they have um, a special Star Wars Collector Edition of a golden BB-8 pop oh, yeah. that has a cool glass dome mm-hmm. that goes over it. So, yeah, yeah, I uh, had to make that happen. That sounds like a big thing. Yeah, well, no, it's not vague. It's a collector's item. No, no, big. Oh, no, no, it's big. It's huge. <laughs> oh, okay. It's huge. Good. 
it's huge. No, it's uh, it's pretty big. Uh, no, the the pop is regular, but the, it has a nice display case and right. stuff, which yeah, ha- makes it have a big box. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it has some junk in the trunk, to use the old expression. Yeah, yeah. big booty. Yeah, uh, I look forward to uh, its arrival as it was ordered, uh, because I could not make it to the actual store. At the time. Well, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, I am too, because it went apparently very fast. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I was uh, I was stoked. Uh, it was actually a buddy of mine that uh, was out in Las Vegas. He was out there, and they, there was no limit. Uh, there was a limit, but it was like 10. He wasn't going to buy no 10. But yeah. uh, he was like, you want me to grab you one? I was like, yeah, if you can, that'd be awesome, because I can't make it to know how topic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So. I look forward to that. And then, of course, the Walmart had a box. Um, it had actually great value in the box. It had a, uh, a a really cool pop in there and uh, a nice little Dorbs from Batman the Animated Series. It was a Two-Face. And then uh, it was a Killer Croc. Like It's called an Impopster, which looks like Batman, but oh. done up like a villain. Mm. So, yeah, and exclusive to Walmart. So it's, it's pretty cool because Walmart's hit or miss with that shit yeah. so yeah so you know it was a pretty good black friday you know, for me that i got on saturday nice. with no crowds or no mess no 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 muss no fuss as they say as uh, iron man says in places yeah so so yeah uh other things it was thanksgiving i hope you all had a good day with good foods and good people um i know that uh uh, my Thanksgiving was pretty decent, uh, pretty laid back day overall. Steelers won; it was good. Nice. Yeah, food was eight, and uh, thanks was given. You know, <laughs> indeed. Uh, speaking of, uh, yeah, this fantasy season has been a disaster for me, though. So please, <laughs> uh, not not a hundred percent. It's weird. It's the tale of two teams. I'm in first place in one league, and I'm in dead last in another. Uh, oh. So yeah, it's really weird. But uh, hey, at least I'm doing good in the one. But uh, yeah so anyways uh yeah uh it was um you know thanksgiving is one of those times too where it's either going to be uh just absolutely crazy uh or it's not and i think now with a lot of the places trying to be uh because they kind of got put on they kind of got put on blast a little bit last year uh and like people were kind of well, I feel the, like that happens every year, though. I yeah, mean, but that. it's it got it really got it bad last year, and as a backlash of it, there was a whole lot of people that did not participate mm. this year. And I think that, uh, which is, I mean, that's it's good. I mean, if you want to make the money, I obviously understand why businesses want to be open and give the deals or whatever. But I also think that, you know, uh, if you don't want to mess with that, you don't have to. You can still enjoy your your family and Thanksgiving. Yeah, you don't have to buy things. I'm yeah. just going to put that out there. Yeah. Now I do understand from the employees' perspective, but I mean, you know, uh, I'm just going to say generally, when you work at certain spots, you have a good idea of whether or not you may or may not have to work that day. Mm-hmm. So just you know, plan ahead if you need to, but uh, just know that. Uh, it's, I work in entertainment. Working on holidays is expected. Yeah, that's kind of where, where, where I'm going with it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> most of the time you'll know it. Um, so just, yeah. you know, uh, and we just hope that people can be kind. Uh, and we keep discovering that people just aren't really, especially in, in those type of situations. I have a sneaking suspicion that 
not enrollment, what would it be, participation, I guess, in the Black Friday this year, uh, has a lot more to do with the economy than people want to give credit for. Oh, perhaps. Um, um, perhaps it is. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm not saying that, that the, the political things or, or just the social aspect of it that people might be might or might not be rebelling against isn't real Mm. uh i just uh, i think people are really down you know it's one of those things uh, and i don't mean to get on my you know parade about it but it's just not um not talked about enough uh with the 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 people who should be talking about it i guess is what i'm trying to say okay yeah well there's definitely a different type of a feel in the air for uh, this, yeah, this that's a good way season. to put it. Yeah, and much um, shorter than what I've said. So fuck me. <laughs> yeah, well, it just uh, you know, well, it's just yeah, it's just different is yeah. all. There's a lot of a lot of getting used to, and a lot of a lot of change mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. Uh, one way or the other. Uh, oh, yes, so, sir. and as uh, p- creatures of habit, uh, I don't like change. So uh, I'm not saying that. Uh, this, you know, I'm just saying the change in general good or bad is still going to be met with some uneasiness oh, and yeah. it seems like oh, there is a lot yeah. of uneasiness mm-hmm. uh, right mm-hmm. now which is the way that i feel uh that well the said, world well the said. world feels so anyways uh this this thanksgiving though uh it was a good one i hope you all had a good one um and uh that's all i'm gonna say about that i'm gonna say something here uh as i'm gonna step up real quick on that old scent box i'm gonna jump right back down Josh Trank, as a director, mm. is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna step down. Okay. No, uh, there's a reason I say because uh, remember we 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 damn see the things telling me again. Uh, <laughs> we've gone on record uh, discussing our contempt for Josh Trank, and you go, "Who's Josh Trank? Yeah. He's the guy that did the Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. and he's also the guy that got." fired from doing uh star a star wars, wars movie yeah. uh because he is just incompetent yes and very hard to work with um is he the guy that hurt um um harrison ford no not okay. no uh he, he was doing something different but uh anyways this guy is notoriously hard to work with and uh that came out this this week that the reason that the uh, star wars standalone boba fett film got canceled was because that's what he was going to do, and oh. he had invested like a year's worth of time in it, and then they found out that the dude was a real jerk and treated people around him like a piece of shit, and Disney's like, we will not tolerate that. Yeah. Uh, you can just get the fuck up on out of here. Uh, we are not going to give you a multi-million dollar franchise no, to fuck if, with. Yeah, if they go in on, on this one and he does well, then they're in for life, and they don't want to deal with it. Mm-mm. Not a guy like that. They don't. Um, anyways... Um, it's just another reason for me to not like the guy. I just don't like this guy. And now we're not going to get a Boba Fett movie because... Oh, you'll get it. Let's not be dramatic. It's it. That's Disney being dramatic, I guess, oh. is what I'm saying. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Because I would you like know, that. It might be dead for a year or two, but it's coming yeah. back. Well, I hope so. Especially when Rogue One does well. And they might just be waiting until then to see what's up. So yeah, well, steal. we all are kind of wondering a little bit about Rogue One. We think it's going to be good, but yeah. is it going to pack the, the good? I think it will. I think it will, and I think they don't want to steal their own thunder by saying, oh, we're doing a Boba Fett movie, and it's transfer- transferred over to this person yeah. like right before Rogue One comes yeah. out. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I can, 
Yeah, I can see that. Uh, also, in the world of standalone Star Wars movies, Amelia Clark, everyone's favorite Khaleesi from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, uh, Breaker of Chains, uh, she is going to uh, be someone uh, in the uh, Star Wars uh, young Han Solo uh, standalone I film. I think she's going to be Leia. Uh, so a lot of us are thinking. But that is not confirmed. So no, don't be like saying, well, how Sam Caesar told us that this uh, she was going to oh, be I Leia. Yeah. Now it's not. No, because no, nothing not is confirmed. confirmed but but mm. yeah, I think it's going to happen. But anyways, uh, yeah, Amelia Clark's going to be in the, the, the Han Solo movie. And I think it's, she's a great addition. That cast is shaping up nice. Donald Glover as a young Billy D. Is a Lando Calrissian. Uh, so, uh, and then of course, Twid the Taurus is simple. Uh, yeah. It's going to be taken over for uh, Mr. Han Solo. So, uh, it's going to be really good. I look forward to that. Uh, Dave Chappelle, may have heard of him, did some stuff a long time ago. It was real, real funny. Sorry, who? Uh, yeah. Dave Chappelle uh, did the Chappelle show, got real famous. He did a whole bunch of movies before that, whether he was in bit parts, lead parts, cam- comedy parts. Motherfucker's been around for a long time. Yeah, uh, the cult classic. Yeah. It's been a long time. 1996 was my first exposure to David Chappelle, David said Chappelle, that I, that I can uh, recollect. It was when he was the stand-up comic uh, in the Nutty Professor remake that Eddie Murphy did mm-hmm. when he was Reggie. He's like, Reggie, well, karate size, yo, yes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, Buddy Love uh, ended up taking him down a peg, uh, yeah. and that was Dave Chappelle. And then, of course, he was in uh, everyone's high school's favorite uh, stoner comedy, uh, Half Baked. As, Abba uh, Zabba, you're my only friend. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, everybody probably knew him from that. And then he went on to uh, Chappelle Show. He's in lots of movies in between. Like, if you look at Dave Chappelle's uh, IMDb before he hit the uh, Chappelle Show, he's in a lot of stuff that you probably don't remember him mm-hmm. in, unless you watch a lot of 90s movies. But <laughs> yeah. he's in a lot of them. Uh, and he's always really funny in them. Uh, but then once he did Chappelle's show, uh, he took off Next Level because that was Next Level Funny. And it was brilliant, uh, I dare say. And uh, he recently returned to SNL and had a good, positive return. And when I say that, I don't just mean ratings-wise. I mean Dave Chappelle's mental health-wise. He had a good return to a mass audience. We've talked about it on this very podcast at least a handful of times how Dave Chappelle was working on new material over the past year. He was out and about. He was doing secret shows. Um, yeah, he'd just show up at he, the comedy yeah. store and be like, can I do 10 minutes? Yep, or he would. Uh, the, the word would get out street only, kind of like what Prince would do or whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, just randomly, he'd be like, Dave Chappelle's going to be at 23rd and 54th Street or whatever. Yeah, at the corner Stones such and such. do that, too. Yeah, so uh, he, he was doing that all year long, and he was honing his chops, I think, to get back into the ring which he did with the snl and he was knocking a little bit of that ring rust off but it was one of the best snl episodes i've seen in a good long time i can't even recall how long it's been so um netflix has awarded dave chappelle now three stand-up specials we don't know. Oh yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, no, not at all. But it is official now. Uh, Netflix is trying to rule the world uh, with more entertainment, and landing Dave Chappelle is a good, good thing. Yeah, I went on a Netflix stand-up. They've done a ton of them in the last year. They have, and what what it makes this such a great union for Chappelle and Netflix is Netflix largely just pays you. 
and lets you do your own thing mm-hmm. as long as you meet their deadline. Yep. They're like, do what you do. We don't even care if it's shitty. We put the ridiculous six out. Yeah. Okay. If just there's a give, market for it. Yeah. Just give us the stuff. We mm-hmm. need it by this date. Mm-hmm. If you push it back on us, they're not going to like that. Yeah. But uh, they usually give you pretty much, and from what I understand, it's a pretty easy and laid back spot to work for. Yeah. Joe Rogan works with him, and he don't like working for people. Yeah. He <laughs> likes to do his own thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, I think that that's going to lead to some really good stuff because they're not necessarily saying that they're limiting him to he's just going to come out and do stand up comedy. They could be it could be a special full of sketches. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could with it his could whole be crew. Anything, yeah. So uh, yeah, we don't know what that's going to entail yet, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think that's great news. It is uh, great news. Uh, what is your favorite of the Chappelle sketches? Oh uh, well, probably the Wayne Brady. Although yeah. it doesn't hold up well at all. No, because you got to really, you know, like you said, you got to know Wayne Brady. We've been talking about Chappelle a lot, kind of this this past. Yeah, uh, I mean that's not an months. accident. Like they put him out there. They, yeah. By they, you know, the publicity people put him out there, and he's been doing it himself. Like, I, like yeah. we talked about the stand up thing, and uh, you know, it's it's all coming coming back, and it's good to see him. Agreed. It is good. Yeah, I hope he's got a better. Uh, head for it now it, I think se- he does. it seemed like the super fame got to him he's not that type of dude he don't want to be that that yeah, well, well i guess he, responsible he, for that kind of with the money. type of comedy he did though he felt a, responsible for a lot like, responsible isn't quite the right word but culpable i guess he and a lot of political and social things that he put on himself because he was such a big figure. He is also a known perfectionist, though. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt about it that the man is like, if it's not exactly how I like it, I don't want it to be done. Yeah. Um, well, and yeah, he's a very smart dude. Like, he's, you know, got a great education. And, he does. Uh, it's, uh, he's bilingual and I think Portuguese. It might be Spanish. I don't remember. But, um, you know, it's uh, he's a great talent, and he's very funny. The business side of things can get to people. Oh so yeah, it really it's good can. To see that he's made a good, good, like you said, mental comeback. Yeah. And I honestly don't think he went crazy. Or he anything. didn't. I think people in the industry said he went crazy because he said fuck this yeah and nobody says no to 50 million dollars right and it's, exactly. it's like he didn't want that yeah and there's a great respect for him in the stand-up comedy world as we've talked about but um you know just the the type of comedy he does the way he does it and the ability to walk away from the thing that most people are striving for all their lives yeah uh, there's just a huge respect for him. So. I'm going to go ahead and say that it is real hard to make $50 million, and it is a thousand times harder to walk away from $50 million. Mm-hmm. But that's a kind of pressure that he didn't want, and uh, he didn't. He handled it in the way that he knew how. He's like, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> gone. That's the thing I really like about comedians and, and the way they view people. Because if you ain't a real motherfucker, they don't give a shit. Mm-mm. And that's how you know uh, uh, Mr. Chappelle is, is actually who he says he is. Because if he was putting up a front, those people would be like, fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, he is still quite beloved. Uh, Survivor Series was on this week. Um, it was overall pretty good. But the Goldberg came back. Mm. known largely for having the shittiest match at a WrestleMania ever with Brock <laughs> Lesnar. And they came back, and then they pulled off. Uh, uh, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to be a spoiler, because I'm not going to. I'm just going to say that uh, 
some be- some dumb shit happens in that match, and it is just real dumb. And uh, I don't. No, no, you got to say it. No, I don't. I'm just gonna <laughs> say the whole the whole thing was two minutes long, and uh, I know it was a setup for a future thing, but it's wrong, and I don't wrong. like it. It's wrong to use that to sell tickets and not deliver. Wrong. I don't. I don't like that. Not that I. That's true. Not that that's what I was going in for. I wanted to see some other stuff, but there were some people that would have maybe specifically bought in to see that. And you're going to give them two minutes to build up for for them for you to go and sucker them in to buy it again that's exactly in January. Right. That's what I don't like do. that. Yeah. They don't normally do that, money. but they don't normally do that. Yeah. That blatantly. Yeah, you, uh, you know, they are just being blatant with it, and I don't like that. So, uh, yeah. Also, this is my last piece of news before we move on to a quick trailer section. But uh, they are eyeballing, uh, or apparently the rumors are going like crazy, and apparently there's some that can link him to it, that uh, John Cleese is going to be involved in Justice League somehow, some way. They don't know in what way or who he would be, but uh, his name's flying about, and apparently uh, another source has said, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, and they said it just like that, too. They said, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet they did. <laughs> and uh, on that note, we are going to uh, move on into our trailer section. I got a couple for you. Some good stuff coming out. If we we're going to be approaching the end of the year season here, which is going to be uh, Oscar films aplenty, uh, hopefully, if uh, they well, come to the area. And, uh, and hopefully they're good. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, these aren't the ones I'm going to talk about. I think there'll be two Oscar contenders and one's just going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun. So we're going to talk about that in the trailer section. We're going to do that right now. So there was the big news is the new Rogue One trailer mm. that hit yep. this week. Yep. New footage. Uh, new footage that's kind of a lot of the same. Yeah. Um, I, I love that people are like, oh, there's new footage in the trailer. I'm like, yeah, really? Not really, though. But th- there is, but there isn't. But, uh, you know, so you want to check that out. Check it out. All the hype's been given for this now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the hype machine has reached the boiling point. It's coming. People are ready for it. Tickets go on sale today. Uh, so... You know, people are ready. People are ready for that Rogue One. It's a good final trailer. Um, and uh, I don't think they needed it, but now that they put it out, people are like, I'm not saying that trailer, they're going to go, you know what, now that I've seen that third trailer, I think I will go see that. Like, they've made their mind up already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but it's good, though, if you want to see it. New footage. So, uh, you can check that out. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fun one. Um, then there's the Oscar contenders. Uh, my favorite director of all time is Mr. Martin Scorsese. And uh, he has a new movie coming out with Liam Neeson. Silence. Silence. Shame. Wait, no, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's called Silence. It looks real good. Uh, looks intense. And it uh, looks like it's going to be making a run at some Oscars. Oh, I bet. And then uh, one that hopes to make a run at Oscars that probably won't, but has a cast good enough to do it if they do it right, and that's the Skull Island. Yeah. I really like that cast a lot. Oh, I don't think it's going to be that good. Uh, you don't think it's going to be that good? I don't know. I have a I have a problem with uh, how the trailer's edited, and I know that's not really a good indication 
two but, actors of two actors two actors have exited the film too which is usually not yeah a good sign there's warning signs everywhere uh, i think it's going to be wildly thin on plot but we'll see you know that's just my guess did you like the peter jackson king kong um I enjoyed it as a theatrical experience, like the, but I don't like rewatch it all the time. I rewatch it every few years, mm-hmm. and I still like it. It looks yeah. really good on Blu-ray. <laughs> but it does. It does. Uh, no, I don't really have a problem with it. I think uh, Jack Black was riding a wave, and uh, he, his presence in that movie doesn't really make much sense to me. No, but Kyle Chandler does a really good job. He does. I like him. Uh, Boy, do I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's real good. All the other, uh, what's it, Watts? Uh, yeah, Naomi Watts. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's good. I like her in that. Yeah, she's good in stuff. Yeah. You know, and things and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, but that uh, that's my news uh, right there. Or that's my trailers mm-hmm. right there. Uh, that's what I had. So, uh, what do you got? Uh, the Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah. We, we've mentioned, but I've seen it a couple times in theaters, and it looks yeah. pretty neat. It looks cool. It looks like she's running around like in a nude suit, though. Um, well, yeah, but she's a robot, so it's not really nude. As they say in the Goldberg, she's a robot! Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Goldbergs. He calls robots robots. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> These kids, uh, kid, Kit, it's like, oh, it's that robot car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh... It looks good, though. I, I seen that trailer, too. Oh, the ghost in the show, yeah. Yeah, that was before the Fantastic Beasts. Indeed, uh, it was. Yeah, yeah it uh, was. The, the La La Land. Uh, yeah, again, new trailer. I, I saw that. Um, I talked about it last time, I think, the new trailer. Yeah. But uh, I saw it. I don't remember where. It must have been on TV or something, I guess, because for the holidays, there's always TV on, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I was just have been seeing it more, so that's interesting. Uh, and finally, there's a new trailer for The Hidden Figures. comes out in January. The black ladies who are important to yeah. NASA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mathematicians. Uh, Taraji P. Henson. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Viola Davis. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, somebody else. Indeed. There's yeah. a third one uh, person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, that that's the trailers you have, right? Yeah. Those are some good ones. Uh, all of them. Monet. Uh, okay. I think Kirsten Dunst, apparently. Oh, okay. She's probably the uh, the the NASA lady, maybe. That, and Ke- uh, Kevin Costner, also. Or Kevin Costner is maybe the NASA person, and he, mm. I don't know how it's going to go. But yeah. uh, I like Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah, how could you not? Yeah, I really do. I he, think that Kevin Costner... He should Costner, do more baseball movies. He should, he, I was going to say, him, he, he, he does baseball movies and westerns, and it's like a, like like an old shoe. It just fits. Yeah. Like, just so Maybe perfect. Maybe he should do a baseball western. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, overload. We should write that. Patent pending. That's right. Don't get any ideas, folks. Uh, not your ideas. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, that's what we have uh, for our trailers. going to talk about a couple TV shows. got a couple reviews. I'm going to get up out of here and let you uh, get out to the theater and hopefully uh, see one of these movies. Or not. We don't know. Or not. I don't know if it's going to be any good or not yet. But I got news for you. At least at least one of them is good. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. And with that, we have some special intro music because I think it's f- fucking neat uh, that they use this in the West World. So we're going to move it on in and we're going to see... If you have a chance to guess the song, I'm not going to tell you what it is until we come back. So go ahead and give this a listen as we get into our TV time. 
Yeah. Huh? So, uh, do you know what it is? I mean, well, I, well, of course I, you'll know I, what I it do, is because I'm the one who put it on there. Yeah. So, so you're you'd be cheating. I I, I would be cheating yes. if you asked me that question. Yes, yes that would uh, be all on me. Now, to be fair, this is last week's episode. Two technically two weeks ago because there was no new episode over the Thanksgiving week sure. or the week so it's last weekend. One there episode previous. Yes, uh, and and. Um, uh, I've given you all sufficient time. It'll count down five, four, three, two. The song, uh, as me and Anna were watching, we're like, what is that haunting tune? Um, <laughs> I wanted to know, and it was right on the tip of my tongue. And Anna was like, Amy Winehouse? I'm like, no. And she's like, I think it's Amy Winehouse. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it is. And she's like, Back to black, back in black, back to black. No, back in black. And I was is like, not thing. back in black. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's ACDC. Unless you're going to hit the sack. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, no, 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 back to black. And I'm like, yes, yes. And then, sure enough, that mm. was it. Mm. And uh, I just thought, as far as a, uh, you know how they've been using the modern music in their old timey saloons. Oh, yeah. I felt that one was really g- uh, very good, uh, uh, akin to the environment. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good old timey piano yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Good piano there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how they would say back in the day. Some people would have. Yeah. yeah. You play that piano. Well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some people still might say. I that. still do. <laughs> because, Obviously, yeah. Because why not, right? That's the best way to say <laughs> well, it. Be, well, if anything, it'll start a conversation. There is a view, indeed. Yeah. Me and Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, we all have it in common. We all say it like that. So is what? That, I talk like a Looney Tune. Yeah, man. Looney yeah. Tunes. Okay, good. Everybody wants to rule the world. You've been saying it all night. That's true. I have. I do enjoy <laughs> that song. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Westworld. Been real good. Damn, it's good. Hot damn, it's good. Yeah. Uh, many theories out there. Holy cow, so many. I got some. <laughs> I want to get into it, but I can't because I don't want to get spoilery. But I'm going to tell you this right now. A couple of weeks after Westworld is done... Okay, mm. we're gonna have a spoilerific section. Uh, section. Section. Okay, sector. Sector. I was going for both at the same time. You did, yeah. and uh, I failed. But no, gonna... I think you succeeded in getting both <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, se- a session of uh, <laughs> of section where we're gonna talk just of Westworld, and we're gonna be like, "Hey, spoilerific here," uh, and we'll mark it as in spoilers. Right? We can do that. We have the power. To, to yeah. mark spoilers, we do title all of our episodes. Yes. Yeah. So, but you could. You said you even had the power to even like make it show up in their little picture thing. I could, but most people aren't looking at their phone while they listen to the podcast. So. That breaks my heart. <laughs> no, <laughs> just staring <no>. at the. <laughs> they just stare at the artwork. Uh, no, uh, I, I. But yes, uh, we will give plenty of warning. That's my whole point to this yeah. whole thing. I suppose people don't stare well, at their phones. Well, we've done it before where we have like, you know, 20 or 30 minutes afterwards where we have spoiler sections. We just put it in the title. Yeah. Uh, I'm really I'm really excited by the whole Wyatt thing. Oh, are you? Yes. Uh, and the whole then. And the whole Wyatt theory. Wyatt is, uh, uh, they said, referring to Cake in uh, uh, Django. And also how Doc Holliday would say uh, the name of Mr. Earp in the movie Tombstone. You never knew it would go for the same for both, but it does. The Django. The Django. We will be having hot cake. Hot cake. 
yes. Um, but anyways, uh, Westworld. Man, that's so good. Oh, Every episode, I'm like, it's not, it's not going to get any better. And then they do something crazy. Uh, and then guess what? They did more crazy shit. They, they do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, each episode is better and better. Um, every time I think, like I just said, every time I think it can't get better, it somehow trumps itself, and then they do something crazy. I believe the Beatles have a song about that. What? I got to believe it's getting better. Yeah, it's getting better all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and it is. Yeah. Because it is. All right. Good writing in that show. Oh, Good acting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, phenomenal uh, special effects. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to get too spoilery or anything, but let's just see, say, uh, that someone was to be able to slit someone's throat and then fix that right away mm-hmm. without a without a stitch. I I could do that. Uh, no, they did. It, they've been doing it on Star Trek for like yeah, ever, dude. But for like thirty years. But but no. Oh okay. Not like this. Mm, this not, is different. Not like this. This is different. No Beverly Crusher here. Indeed. Indeed. You know what I mean. No Doctor Bones McCoy. I don't think he ever repaired a thing on television, though. Maybe he didn't, and you just didn't see that part. Maybe. You know what I mean? I don't know who the doctor was on Voyager, and uh, didn't didn't uh, Hercules, the legend continues, pilot a star starship somewhere? What's his name? What? Yeah, I think Hercules, the Dwayne legend the continues. Johnson? No, the one that was in that show in the 90s. What's his name? Kevin Sorbet or something? Oh, uh, n- no. Sorbo? I don't think so. So, yeah, I think so. Type into your machine the Legend of no, Hercules. That was Scott Bakula. No, no, Starship Enterprise. But I think Hercules had one too. We're gonna find this out uh, because curious minds want to know. The world is wants to know because I think I think it's just you. Actually. I think that the Legend of Hercules, Kevin Sorbet or Sorbo or Sorbo or so, something like that. Uh, I think he piloted a ship in the Starship Enterprise. I think Scott Bakula did too. No, Scott Bakula did. No, uh, no, no. Okay, first off, just so I know, who is the guy from Hercules? The legend continues from the nineties. We'll start ever so simply. You mean Xena Warrior Princess? No, no, no. That was a spinoff of the Legend of Hercules. <clears throat> I think his name is like Kevin Sorbet. See, I'm getting the that shitty Hercules movie that came out at the same time as the Dwayne The Rock Johnson Hercules No, 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 not that one. Type in Hercules and then type in Kevin and see what comes up. It'll be like Sorbet or Sorbo or Soho or something like that. It's going to happen. It'll finish the suggestion. Kevin. Sorbo. Sorbo. Mm -hmm. Aha. Okay. So now, was he a starship captain? I'm clicking on his IMDb. I think he was a Starship game. And it's Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. The Legendary Journeys. Okay, so it's not The Legend Continues. No, I think that actually is a movie from like no, 2014. Yeah, 14. I'm telling you, that's yeah. <laughs> Google doesn't lie, but my <laughs> no, mind no. can be askew sometimes. Okay, no. He okay. was on Andromeda. Which is not a Star Trek, but is a space odyssey. See where that's where the that's where, and also he looks kind of like Scott Bakula. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So that's where the confusion was. So he was a starship captain, just not a Starfleet Academy. I don't know if he was a captain. I'm just he's on the show Andromeda. Okay. 
Okay. Oh no, yeah, Cap- Captain Dylan Hunt. Yes. See, I knew he was a captain of something. He just yeah. he just didn't work for Starfleet. No, it looks like it's supposed to be a Firefly, but probably much worse. Oh yeah, because Firefly is awesome. Yeah, uh, fucking Fox. Yeah. Firefly is great. Okay, well, any old ways. Glad we got that. Song. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was worth every bit of airtime. <laughs> every bit. Uh, also, this week, uh, so yeah, Westworld's getting like, I, it's hard for me to rate shit. It's just great all the time. It's a watch. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm like going like to Rolex? I'm gonna drop a number on you right now for Walking Dead for okay. this week. Yeah. Five. Okay. Trillion? Nope. Five out of ten. Mm. Five. Mm. And they've been going down for the past three weeks. Interesting. I am bored. They are spread their shit out too far. Season two all over. They need to, and four. They need to recollect their group. They work best as a group. Yeah. And they work good with a good central bad guy that you see often or semi-often mm-hmm. okay we haven't seen the bad guy in two episodes now with the exception of one small scene and it's moving at a snail's pace guess what people are noticing you know, what the fuck how do you know because the ratings they've released are at an all-time low for the show after the premiere it has suffered the largest drop of any show on television this year they fucked with it too much. The whole Negan waiting and all that. They made the. I would. We said it too mm-hmm. a long time ago when they did the finale. We're like, guess who they're going to piss off right here, right now? Make and they made them mad. Yeah. And they made them mad. And then when they came back, not only did they tease them all summer long, they came back to graphic violence. Yeah. Which they were like, they told them, but they're like, no, no. We've seen zombies get stabbed. Yeah. They can't handle, and and some people can't, and rightfully so. It is disturbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't bother me because I watch a lot of movies and I see it all the time. But some people don't like to see vicious man-on-man or man-on-woman violence. Right. Obviously, man-on-woman violence is terrible, but man-on-man violence is also upsetting. It can have different connotations as well. So, uh, and they came back to a heaping portion of that. Yeah. Um, and I think that that might have turned some people off. I know it did uh, Anna's mom. She's like, I don't like that Negan. And not like, I don't like him as a character and ooh, he's going to get it. She's like, I don't like that Negan. I don't like him. I don't like what they're doing. That's too much. That crosses a line and mm-hmm. I don't like it. And she is of that higher aged demographic. Mm-hmm. Not like in their 80s or nothing, but just, you know, 50s, you know. Yeah. 50s to 60s yeah. just the late baby boomers. Yeah. you know i liked this before now this is a bit too much mm-hmm. you've gone a bit too far oh i really liked that character and you smashed his fucking head open and made him laugh as i popped out and talked all fucking bad well, and my parents don't even watch it i mean that's just not the type of tv they watch yeah and i think that um for some they're like yeah it's no big deal um others are like yeah that's a bit much and it's being reflected in the ratings. And then they didn't come back strong with great stories. They've had one or two really good episodes of the season, and that's counting the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one other one that I was like, oh, yeah, that I like. The one that I keep making fun of and driving everybody crazy with, with the easy street. Yeah. You know, going to go to easy street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got a kick out of that. I am was, familiar with the tune, yes. Yeah. And well, and just what they used it for in the episode. And just, I thought that was clever. I thought that was good writing. You know, 
oh, man, how can we fuck with a guy without actually hurting him physically? Mm-hmm. Let's just find the most annoying song in the world, play it on a loop, and the dude will go crazy. Oh, and then we'll show him a piece of his buddy, and then uh, we're going to play some Roy Orbison for him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's some <laughs> crazy psychological torture right there. But uh, it's it's a, a bit much for some people. That's a bit spoilery, but that was like three weeks ago. Chill out. You know, <laughs> uh, if you're if you're angry, just I'm, I, we don't rarely drop any spoilers. But I'm just saying, just that's not even really a spoiler. It's you know. Yeah, you didn't say who. You didn't say. Yeah, what, just yeah. you know, episode. But it's a good episode. That's the only, that's the one episode that I was that I came in here shortly after and raved about. You did, yes. Uh, and then since then. About three weeks ago, four weeks ago now, I'm like waiting, mm-hmm. and it's, everything's all spread out, and they're trying to tell and me all these fuck stories. It up and go to break without really doing anything. They got, there's two episodes left, yeah. and you've only seen you just now saw some characters for the first fucking time, mm. and it's like you guys are messing this up, and you've already renewed for next season, and you're probably too busy thinking about season eight. Yeah. As opposed to making season seven a better story, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and that is reflected in the low ratings. So if anybody's like, I don't know why Walking Dead's ratings are at an all time low, I I feel like I did a good job of explaining why they might be. I think so. Makes sense to me. That's that's the. I mean, now that's not. I didn't read that in an article. That is just what I have surmised by my own. Uh, watching and just finger on the pulsedness, you know. Yeah, well, just because it's written in an article doesn't mean you should write an article. Then it'd be written in a. Then it article. would be, yeah. This is more from the word of mouth that I've seen, and just the, you know, the the word around town as I talk to people about, you know, The Walking Dead. I'm like, what you think? Uh, let me tell you something. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, let's hear it. Uh, and there's complaints, and this is the first time it's really dealt with this kind of an issue, The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. in its whole eight now seven this is seven season seven year run now it's Mm -hmm. the first time they've dealt with declining ratings like the ratings are as low as they were at some points in season one when the word wasn't spread yet awesome so it's like that's like a we're good we're good we're good we're good holy fucking shit we're going down and then (laughs) like leveling out you know (laughs) know? good show that i mean it's been seven years like you said a good show that runs a long time is going to go through that yeah and they're going to either recover or they're going to not yeah, I'll be interested to see. Uh, Anna seems to think it's going to get really nice and wrapped up by the end of the season, whenever that's going to be, like in February or March or whatever. Just, you know, because of the the break. They're two episodes away from the break now. Yeah, but and, think it, it's just... Yeah. I, th- the I don't like TV the break. is going now, too. You, you can't stretch it out too long because people are used to binging shows Exactly. Now. It's hard enough to go week to week. Yeah, and network just continues to further and further stretch shit out. And it's it's bad, and they wonder why the ratings are low. It's because Netflix, I can watch all the episodes whenever I well, want. It's because their marketing campaigns from like 1985. It's really old and outdated, and it's mm-hmm. not the way shit works anymore. And I don't. Nobody understands why they do it. Um, but there's people uh, like me who want to see it as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. So I have the cable. Plus, I like sports. I don't know why every network television company doesn't have their own version of netflix like seriously you pay five bucks you get everything they they do some do ish. but it's not yeah it's, it's more like a hulu than it is a netflix. it is and it's you can watch it through our website on your computer yeah. if, and if you do it on your phone then you can stream it to a chromecast or a secondary device which you've bought yeah and you generally even to do that you still have to type in your cable info. Mm-hmm. Like when I go to, it's like, hey, uh, new episodes of Timeless on NBC. Go to NBC.com. Watch all the episodes. 
I go to NBC.com. Mm-hmm. I try to watch the episode. We need you to log into your cable provider. I'm like, okay, cool. But John Q watching the show yeah. might not have cable. Right. And most people don't anymore. Then he's not going to be able to log in and watch it. So. My parents don't have cable. Let me tell you something. Most people in America don't have fucking cable. <laughs> it's, it's less and less. Yeah. People are cutting the cord all across the land. Oh, my dad's been saying for years, oh, I'm going to you know, stop the cable bill from fucking with me. Stop the cable. Now they finally can. Yeah. And they do like to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, any old ways, uh, Walking Dead has been uh, going downhill, and they got two episodes to get the ship at least in the path of being corrected, so they can come back strong on the second half. Because Clean it in the right direction. Perhaps. Yeah, they are now learning that they have a problem on their hands, and mm-hmm. they are going to have to deal with how to fix it, or season eight will be their last. Yeah, um, and it's going to really come down to how they rebound from this because this is the type of thing that makes or breaks your show. You got to have a strong second half. Dexter did not pass this test. No, it did uh, not. Th- it did not. They, they had it in like season five. Yeah, they had the perfect chance to end that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It w- which is just off the charts good, and they just kept riding that gravy train. And then when they did end it. They were like, ending it. Psych! We're going to do a whole nother season. Mm -hmm. And we're going to drop it on you early because we just filmed it. And it's like nine episodes instead of 13. And it's really shitty at the end. (laughs) So uh, if you like the Dexter finale, that's cool. I'm glad you got what you wanted out of it. I did not like the last season of Dexter. I did not at all. Not one bit. Thought the finale uh, was not for me, and I was uh, agitated with it for a bit. I was like, well, this deserves a better finale than this. You know? Mm-hmm. And I still stand by that. I stand by my statement. Deserved better. Good. I'm, it's, I'm glad you have a strong opinion about it. It is strong. It is. It came down with a fist... A, a, a fist, fist of fury. A fist of fury has mm-hmm. hit the table. So uh, I'm going to close the TV sector out on this. I'm excited for this week. I'm going to have reviews for it next week. I would review it this week, but I haven't, it hasn't been aired yet, so I can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, starting this week, though, the CW has my attention for like the first time other than The Flash in a really long time. They're doing an epic four-series crossover. It's a four-hour event it's on starts monday with supergirl continues tuesday with the flash goes wednesday with arrow and then thursday with the legends of tomorrow and they're all interconnected sweet identically interconnected no that's not how it works or does it no it doesn't um cool I think that'll I'm be excited. an entertaining thing. Again, I think that would have been a brilliant marketing strategy in 1985. I still think it's neat in 2016.05. Yeah, I think it's because neat, but again, how many people are watching as it airs? I think a few. And uh, think about how common it is with the Marvel stuff. Fuck, Luke Cage is in all of Jessica Jones. Yeah, but it's not like... A four-episode crossover event on network television. Okay, now imagine you're a normal person. Uh, And I do say this because you can watch it uh, without having cable. Oh, okay. The CW. It's one of the channels you can tune in, uh, like Fox or 
however the i mean i don't i have cable oh, yeah, so i don't yeah. know but it's one made available without the actual having airwaves yes over the actual airwaves mm-hmm. so for for that type of thing to have a crossover like shit you're right the crossover has been it's been used for the decades in television to get people hyped for shows the simpsons most recently had my most in, like anticipation for a crossover in a long time because they did one with Futurama and they did one with Family Guy. Mm-hmm. And I was looking forward to that. And they were both pretty good. But this is the first time that I've been really psyched because it was four hour-long shows all spread out throughout the week that's all interconnected. And you're right, Marvel does do it, but DC doesn't very specifically, at least not yet, because they've not put out their stuff. And mm-hmm. this is the this is the first you can get to see of uh, some cool DC TV characters. And also, a great way to, to bolster the two shows that don't quite have the numbers that the other two have. By me, I love The Flash. And I used to like Arrow, but Arrow is getting kind of just uh, a bit soap opery, a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I still like it, uh, but I, I I'm a Flash guy. I do Tuesday nights, The Flash, awesome. The rest, you know, but because of it, it's going to bring me and probably others. I'm going to watch Supergirl for the first time since last season when it had the Flash in it. Uh, and I'm going to watch Arrow for the first time all season. And I'm going to watch Legends of Tomorrow since the the pilot. So I'm just saying they might get new audiences uh, with uh, with their shifty crossover shenanigans. Uh, again, uh, perhaps that is probably true, but again, I think that works in 1985. But I think it's, I'm still excited for it, and it's I don't 2016. think you get people who are not watching, um, the Legends of Tomorrow to watch because the Flash is on, except for the once. Because if they do watch it, they're going to watch it on Netflix. You're not going to get those live airs that you need for advertising. Well, I mean, but... Because they're not going to start watching it. They can go back to Netflix and watch it from the beginning. I mean, well, maybe. I guess they can. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think it it's a fine um, thing for a person like you who has TV who watches yeah. those shows anyway. Well, two and of it, them. Yeah, one of them. And really. it will increase their numbers, and it is getting to be the first week of sweeps here soon. Um, and half the shows are done for the season already. Yeah, half the shows are already on their winter break, and it's not even December yet. They well, used to wait till December fourteenth. Well, this is networks sweeps, and then February shows. Yeah, so. I'm still talking about. There's a lot of network shows that are done, like a couple, a lot of the well, new what ones. What I that mean are, by network is they. This is where they get their annual percentage watching numbers from. Uh-huh. Is their holiday programming when the most people are watching? Oh, I gotcha. Okay, well, there are still some shows that have new new episodes that come out, but like there's some that were that packed it in. They started early and they packed it in early. And it mm-hmm. seems like more shows are hitting this this winter break they call it now. Uh, there seems like they're hitting it earlier and earlier. I think it saves them money, or it makes them more money in the long run because again, people aren't watching regular programming during the holidays. Yeah, um, and, it's true though. Yeah, and so they don't lose money on episodes that no one's going to watch because it's the week before Thanksgiving, I mean, or even worse, of yeah. The week of things, shit. I didn't watch anything network wise the week of Thanksgiving except for the dog show, and yeah. the parade, or whatever. But I thought the dog show was on Christmas. No, the dog show's on Thanksgiving. Uh, there was the Greyhound that won this year. Oh wow! Yeah, Greyhounds don't usually win. Beautiful animal. They do have one also on Christmas. They're weird looking. This one was the Philadelphia, the big one with John Hurley and uh, 
Yeah, I could have swore that was like Christmas. No, well, they have a different one. It's in a different part of the country. It's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's in the Northeast. Something like that. But yeah, one of them is in, one of them, it's, today's was in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So they do one on Christmas. I don't know which state, but it's another big one. There's three big ones throughout the year. Right. One on Thanksgiving, one on Christmas, and one that nobody watches because yeah, it's not on one of those if days. I remember correctly, the one on Christmas is the Kennel Club one or whatever. You might be the Kennel Club one, yeah, because yeah. uh, this one was uh, national national dog show, and mm. it was the brand nationaldogshow.com. dot com. Right. So, so yeah, but yeah, there it's the, when I think of the, I usually only think of two dog shows: one at Christmas, one at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But again, it all falls into the the programming. None of the new shows were on, and if they were, I wouldn't have had a lot of time to watch them mm-hmm. until like maybe now or in this next week when I had a couple extra minutes. So. Anyways, uh, that's what I had, though, for the uh, TV section. I'm looking forward to that, and I will have the excellent crossover review for you next week, or perhaps it will be not so excellent. We will see uh, how it goes. Then uh, it would, would it not be bogus uh, if it was not excellent? I guess it would be non-heinous. Could be. It could, it could be totally bogus, though. Mm-hmm. But I think it will be good. I think it will be most triumphant if we're going to use that vernacular. Okay. So, uh, and on that note, uh, we're going to switch it over into our main event. I got two movies for you coming right up right now. Okay. So apparently you remember in space jam when, um, the the team was down. They were just man. They were getting their asses kicked by the monsters. And then Michael Jordan was like, "Here, take some of my secret Michael Jordan juice." And they're like, drank it out of the thing. And they're like, "Yeah, we're all badass like Michael Jordan." And it was just water mm-hmm. or whatever. Somebody gave Disney's Animation Studios some of that fucking juice. Oh yeah. Okay. And apparently, over there at Disney. Uh, it's unlimited juice, so and their gave, parties are off the hook. So they okay? gave them water? Perhaps. Okay. Uh, perhaps they had Just it in them all along. to figure out where this metaphor because, uh, analogy goes. Well, I'll tell you, Disney's uh, animation department was crap for a good long while. Hmm. Uh, it had reached new lows that it hadn't been there for a while, and then they brought out Frozen. Made a whole big pile of money. <laughs> and then after Frozen, they then had things... you can things, pay people, can't you? Yeah. And then after Frozen, they had things like uh, Zootopia, which was huge. They have now uh, this Moana now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, you heard me flip the fuck out for when yeah. I reviewed that uh, I re- back I in August. That, yeah. And that was one of my very few uh, perfect scores. Um, but it was one. Mm-hmm. And it was also up until this uh, Moana came out, the highest rated and reviewed movie of the year. Now, uh, Moana is the only other movie of the 2016 ilk that has been certified fresh at 98% with nice. over 100 reviews in, which is just incredible. That means like 
Two people didn't like it. And the two people that didn't like it, like people would probably dump their popcorn on. Are like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you two old bastards? You know what I mean? <laughs> you crusty old sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, uh, this, this is great. Uh, this is a great movie. Uh, it, uh, did everything that, that movies, uh, should do. It did. And in the end, um, what I feel is the most important thing about a movie is what you take with you when you leave. And when I left this, the first thing I wanted to do was go find out how much of it that they used was true uh samoan lore and how much of it was you know disney storytelling and stuff like that and uh i i haven't had a chance yet but i'm very excited to find that out because uh it's based on a demigod named maui uh it was played by Dwayne the rock johnson voiced by yeah voiced by um and uh it's just Man, that's good. The sexiest man alive, or something. No, he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood, uh, dethroning um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. If he was awarded the sexiest man alive, uh, it had happened recently, and yeah, it did. And I and I uh, have not seen that yet, but uh, it would not surprise me as he is very successful and very fit. And uh, sexiest man alive, twenty sixteen. Well, there it is. The Rock Johnson People's Magazine, sexiest man alive. Let me tell you something right now. That man is having himself a year. Mm. folks uh and apparently in addition to being the sexiest man alive uh, he is also the highest paid actor in hollywood from november 15th yeah uh dethroning uh robert downey jr and he is just continually putting out very smart good funny great things good people got good people working for yeah him. and i was telling anna that earlier and she was like do you think that central intelligence was a hit i was like oh yeah uh, that's a comedy that made over fifty million dollars. Yeah. That's a hit right yeah. there. Uh, that does not happen often. Uh, but you have people like The Rock in there. You have people like Kevin Hart in there. You're gonna have a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is not in Moana, but what's nice about Moana is that it harkens back to the olden days of Disney, where uh, their cartoons. So the mom dies. Uh, something similar <laughs> okay. uh not quite the mom but let's just say that there is an incident mm-hmm. uh let's just say an inciting incident perhaps oh. but uh uh yeah theater 101 for you people <laughs> yeah look out uh but yeah so uh anyways um the movie though man it's just it's it's incredibly well done and throws back to the old days of disney where it's more uh, than just an animated feature, it's a damn good and well done proper musical. And mm. uh, this is coming from a person who does not like musicals usually, um, with the exception of the ones that are too good to be ignored, um, yeah. which there are some that are really, really good and they can't be ignored. Uh, this one was wrote by one, uh, at least part of, and you can tell which ones are his, just <laughs> By the the sound and the style of the sound, but that uh, was done by uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, who was the writer and uh, main actor in Hamilton for a long, long time, and uh, creator. Yeah, the creator of, and uh, let's just say that, that man is very talented with a pen, and uh, his, his songs in this were were very, very good, yeah. um, and everything about this movie. Uh, it reminded me of of those old classics, you know, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, you know, great mm. music up in it. Uh, it. It's one of those, you know, this is a new classic. 
um, immediately branded new classic. As soon as you see it, you know it because you, you can just tell good stuff. It's like Zootopia. You knew when you were watching it, you're like, this shit is good. And that one, not from the musical side of things. That was just the regular good old-fashioned cartoon. You know, This mm-hmm. is the throwback type to the musical. Frozen had some songs, but uh, this was clearly... Uh, it was like those those nineties. Uh, you know, this generation's burning at Peners and Dina Menzel. Yeah, mm. yeah, that helps. Or uh, as John Travolta likes to say, Adele Bazim. <laughs> Adele Bazim. Yeah, uh, the fuck was he on? No, you, you know he saw it written on the page. It was like, holy fuck, I'm gonna fuck that up. And yeah. it went out there, scared he was gonna fuck it up, and promptly. Fucked it up. Don't say Adele Dazim. Don't say <laughs> yeah, Adele exactly. Dazim. Don't say Adele Dazim. The winner is Adele Dazim. Shit. Don't, don't get me I said Adele Dazim. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to say Adele Dazim. You could Dezim. see it in his face as soon as he, <laughs> he's like, as this is coming out wrong, I'm just, he did the thing you're supposed to do. Say it confidently. Get the fuck off the That's stage. right. So um, I, I, don't get me wrong. He's a crazy motherfucker, but for that, I do not count him at fault. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the but this is the story of uh uh just a great this movie it basically has it all. It has great writing, it has great storytelling, the vocal acting is on point, the songs are catchy and good. Um the kids that were in there loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. they loved it. They really loved Maui too, the mm-hmm. the rock, uh, the demigod. Yeah. They got down with that and um I'm just it was really good, man. I I'm hard, I, I try to find any sort of chink in its armor and i i just can't you know it's a perfect score for Excellent. me um i don't know if it would be it's pretty good for a kids cartoon too these days yeah uh, especially disney, from disney yeah. they've just been knocking them out of the park the last time i gave a disney one a perfect score it was for zootopia and it wasn't even that long ago mm-hmm. it was last year at this time so they got it going on right now whoever has got their their stuff happening. Disney is in is on some kind of roll with the Star Wars, with the Marvel, with the with the animation. It's all clicking over there. Good for them. And uh, hey, yeah. when you got that, fuck you, money. That's right. Well. And let me notice, an, or let me uh, just uh, footnote this with an interesting uh, observation made. Um, of course, because of the holiday, weren't there to go on opening night or anything like that. Things were going on, uh, but when we got to the theater today. Oh, it was a bustling, and it was a busy, and there was lots of movies starting all within a short time of one another. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we went, we were like, "Holy cow!" Uh, <laughs> I was I I wanted to go a little early because I thought it would be a little busy because of all the positive word of mouth and how good it was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the Moana showings were full, except for uh, when I partake. I like to partake in the 3D, and yeah. not many people in the 3D. Yeah, it goes back to what you notated with, um, at least with you when you do when you're not when it's not IMAX 3D. Mm-hmm. Okay, that it's it's a little bit lesser, and because you wear glasses, and also Anna wears glasses, mm-hmm. you say sometimes that doesn't work as well as the IMAX 3D because yeah, the glasses to, and it yeah. doesn't seem to pop as much. And mm-hmm. and uh, what I'll say to to this at least. Uh, because even Anna could tell she noticed the 3D. Um, oh, yeah? This movie would look like it was made specifically for 3D oh. because a lot of the stuff was very old school and it kind of was using the whole screen, jumping out of the screen. The dimensions were nice. Um, mm-hmm. She And it was bright. 
which is the number one component to successful 3Ds. You yes. got to have lovely, bright picture. you know, bright picture. And all this was was luscious ocean, you know, backgrounds and jungle backgrounds, you know, mm-hmm. and and all this beautiful stuff to look at. So uh, I just thought it would, I would have been upset had I not seen the 3D. Mm. So uh, if you're one of those that are wondering if it's actually worth it or if you're like, ah, it's just a gimmick they slap on, sometimes it is. Uh, truly, it really is. Uh, me and, and J-Rod have seen some of that. We're like, yeah. My That's favorite so is the uh, Arrested Development episode where they make fun of that. It's like, put on your 3D glasses now. And then like a blurry picture, throw something at the screen. And then he turns around, who threw that? <laughs> uh, but this one, um, this one is very much worth the 3d if you go it looks like it was made for the 3d uh it was it just added an extra element of enjoyment to it uh it was a really a thoroughly enjoyable uh trip to uh, to the show which is exactly what disney wants to establish and uh they yeah. had a sh- they had a sh- and i think it's important that these kids movies get get better <laughs> yeah and they they really are at least on disney's doing their part yeah. uh because the movies that they're making and this movie had levity too like not like some some like you know dark time shit, but like some stuff that is oh, like oh it had some like there's some story plot yeah there's some it. heaviness to it mm-hmm. uh, there was some heaviness to the plot and the re- repercussions I mean it was a full on well written like this movie will be battling against Zootopia and a whole lot of other really good animated movies of the past year uh, because there's been something ridiculous like. I want to say they said 29 submissions of animated films to the Academy this year. Wow. And they got to whittle that down to five or six. Mm-hmm. Whew. Uh, that's that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Because a lot of that's, they've had some good uh, animation come out this past year. But this is the, the the cream of the crop. This, and then going back to Zootopia from last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are, those are fantastic things. Uh, you never see shit certified fresh at 98%. No, you know, no, unless it's like stuff from like back in the day that everybody loves or whatever, but new stuff to be certified fresh at ninety eight percent—that's a big deal, man. It's big, and I I questioned it and uh, was glad. I was like, because I, you know, I was like, how's that going to go? How's this Moana going to go? I think it'll do well. But uh, we, when we were out there, your brother had mentioned there was a little flack that was being given. I think it was mostly dismissed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a demigod. And yeah, he's not, rightfully I mean, so. I mean, we spoke of it briefly, but there were people were trying to start already finding something to get bothered yeah, by. Yeah, they were upset because he was uh, a big guy, thusly creating the stereotype that all Samoans are big. Uh, first off, uh, not all, of course, because people are individuals, but as a general rule of thumb, the, the people that come from that part of the world are generally bigger. Yeah. And if you look at him, he's not fat. He is muscular. Yeah. Uh, well, he, yeah, he's not actually, you don't like draw his muscles much, but the, the shape of his body is that of a muscular person. Yeah. Overly muscular. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, so yeah, I can't recommend this movie enough. I think it's really, really, really good. I think it was really good, really good show. Yeah. I think you should get out there and uh, definitely check this one out. It's got everything you want from a great movie experience. Uh, it's it, it gets a perfect score. We're going to start to get into these now where these really good movies are coming out because it's getting into that time of the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, I think, is a strong, strong lead in the best animation race right up there with Kubo and the Two Strings, which you all can rent now. Uh, if you've not seen Kubo yet, 
Good, good stuff. Uh, so definitely check that out. The other is uh, The Edge of Seventeen. This is going to be a bit of a shorter review because it's a movie that... Uh, I don't remember if I talked about The Edge of Seventeen last week or not. I think we did. I think I did. Basically. I think either that or I said I was going to go and see it. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, mission accomplished. Uh, <laughs> that's what happened. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and it was, and and dude, it was really good. Um, it was a movie I did not expect to be that good. Yeah, I've uh, seen the, you know, like the one word reviews. Excellent. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and you know what? I concur. Uh, very good. Because here's what I thought. The trailer looked terrible. Here's what I thought. Uh, it did. And I thought going into it, I'm like, here's a movie where I'm going to come in and I'm going to like everything that Woody Harrelson does, and I'm not going to enjoy anything else. <laughs> and uh. I did go in and I enjoyed everything that Woody Harrelson did. That was the highlights. But when Woody Harrelson wasn't on, even though, and this is the important part, because obviously I am not 17 and I am not a lady or a woman. I can't identify. Could have fooled me. Yeah. I can't identify with what a lot of this movie is going for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But Anna could. Coming of age as a lady. Yes, but Anna could. And I don't think there's too many really good coming of age stories specifically addressed about 17 or teenage women coming to age. Yeah, that that aren't. You know, yes, I mean it's there's some yes, romantic comedies. Uh, yeah, there's of, some yes, but not in this way. This is like uh, it's hard to explain, but when you watch it, you'll know. And and if you're a guy that's going to watch it, know that you're going to see a good movie, and that your lady is going to relate to it a lot, um, because there's no way as guys we can relate to some aspects of this. But we can find things amusing, and we can find things genuinely uh, heart heart touching. Oh, can uh, we? You know, and I think that this movie really surprised me because I thought, like you, because of the awful trailer, that it was going to be a bit of a cheap, uh, a cheap comedy, and instead it turned out to be a pretty deep, really great uh, coming to age story that uh, is meant for women, uh, but can be enjoyed by guys, and is a really good. Uh, you know, go on a date movie type mm-hmm. of a thing, or once it comes out to rent, it's going to be a perfect. Uh, it's going to be one of those where, uh, you know, perhaps your girlfriend, your wife, or or whatever will go. You know, I saw a preview for that; it looked pretty good. And you might go, eh, I don't think it's going to be very good. Trust me, it, it's pretty good. Better than you think. Yeah, and this is coming from a thirty-seven-year-old person who is not uh, necessarily the target audience. Mm-hmm. For this movie, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went because Woody Harrelson and Anna, and the reviews were high. It's certified fresh in the in the nineties, ninety five. So that's nothing to scoff at. No. When I see something that's certified fresh that high, then I know somebody did something right, and uh, that's that's what they did for that movie. I I gave it about an eighty because I, again, I can't relate to right. some of it. Mm-hmm. If I could, I think my review would be higher but from somebody who can't relate at all still giving it an 80 from an outside looking in that's pretty damn good the music is good that Haley stanfield uh who is in the true grit the cohen's true grit oh, yeah. uh, she's great um okay. also in good. Uh, good. ender's game um but this she shows some real nice real nice range in the acting and uh, I just thought it was really, really well put together. And the uh, hard work. I see this maybe getting nominated for some Golden Globes, but I don't see it getting any Oscar love. But I do That's think true. it might get some Golden Globe attention. I'm and going I think right now. Her, Woody Harrelson, Best Supporting Actor. 
And <laughs> that might happen. Uh, seriously, he was really good. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I mean, he is. And, and more so than just those classroom one-liner situations. Okay. You know what I mean? There was more substance to that character. Oh, good. Um, okay. Even though he wasn't well, in it yeah. a lot, but he was in it en- enough to... And when his parts were on... Dude was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Woody Harrelson. He's fucking always yeah. good. But uh, the girl, I would not surprise me to see Haley Stan, Stan, Steinfeld. I don't know Stanfield. How do you say her name? Uh, it's, it's 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 Steinfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, but anyways, um, she. I would see her getting a Golden Globe nomination. And if she got an Oscar nomination, I would not be like, oh, that's a bunch of malarkey. You know, I would be like, well, that's very. You know, it's earned. It's well earned. I just don't know if it'll get that far or not. You know what I mean? I don't know if her people are pushing for it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, she'd that's, have to have some pretty good people. But she's been whole, around a while. She has. Uh, so she might. Uh, and that's a whole game. Steinfield. Steinfield. Yeah. So uh, she's really, really good, though. No, I'm sorry. Steinfeld. Feld. That's what I thought. First, it's like Seinfeld, but it's Steinfeld. Yeah. The the first one came up as, as wrong. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Steinfeld. Yeah. Because it's like Seinfeld without the T. Or with the T. With the T. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Edge of 17, though, it, it got a pretty good review for me and an even higher one for Man and Animals. How, like, that movie was great. Do you think the the rating would change if it was a younger audience rather than yeah. an aged audience? No, I think, the, I think that the ratings would change male to female. Okay. I think no matter any age of the audience watching, if you are, if you are a, a woman, a young, a young woman, a, a young lady, uh, like high school, or older. High, high school, we're talking pre, you know, 13 mm. on up okay. through third, we'll call it 13 through 40. Okay. Okay. You're going to find if you are a woman, you can identify on some level with what's going on. Because I asked, and you go, Well, you're a guy. How the fuck are you going to know? I don't know. I asked Anna. Mm -hmm. I was like, This is an interesting chance for me because I can pick your brain a little bit. I was like, You, as a woman, how how relatable was this to you? And she was like, Oh, 100%. She's like, I felt that kind of awkwardness and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, Well, cool. So I can say it's authentic, and she's like, "Oh hell yeah!" So she she really dug it. Nice. So and I and I thought it was really good. Again, as an outsider peering in. So <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But Moana also uh, very very good. That's a knockout. Perfect recommendation. Disney knocked it out of the park. The Rock's killing it. What a year he's having. What a sexy beast. Literally. Uh, as he is uh, uh, the sexiest man alive, highest paid actor in the world, and uh, taking it uh, over one damn day at a time uh, is what he's doing. Moana though opened big, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the next big thing for Disney. All right. They're gonna have new characters running around Disney World. They're gonna sell all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Uh, Disney is gonna get everything that Disney gets out of these type of movies. This is a classic Disney movie redone up in a new way, and uh, it's damn near flawless. Um, so yeah, good for them. Yeah, get they, out they there. Could use, they need another one of those. Yeah, they've they've been on a roll, on a roll. So. Uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, get out there and check that out. Next week, uh, I'm going to try to convince uh, Mr. J-Rod here to go and uh, see something with me on Thursday that's already out uh, because there's nothing new coming out uh, this week that's worth anything uh, except for uh, a movie called Incarnate, which I'm not really going to watch because it doesn't really look that good, and I don't like watching scary movies oh. in December unless uh, unless 
<laughs> it's you know Christmas themed, mm-hmm. like the Krampus. Now, I don't think that the incarnate looks terrible or anything. It's just not something that I'm in, really in the mood for right now. I, yeah. But the bad Santa suits the season fine. So that's something that I'm going to try to find time to see or see if I can convince J-Rod to go with, and that's going to be the focal point of next week. No, I don't really like you that much. Yeah, and that, and there's that. <laughs> so, uh, But, yeah, that's going to be the focal point next week. Uh, hoping to, to make sure, because that was one that was on the list this week, but things came up, and Moana, uh, when you're looking at the two movies, you, you see one reviewed like Moana and the other that you think will be fine enough, but you're not expecting it to be a damn home run or anything, uh, Moana was the one that takes the precedent. And it needs to be talking to. It deserves all the praise it is getting. It it really it really did do a fantastic job. So uh, my hat's off to the folks at Disney and The Rock and everybody involved. What a wonderful success. I look forward to checking out uh, some Bad Santa, getting back to you. Tis the season. Uh, we got some great uh, holiday tunes uh, in mind uh, for our upcoming shows. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're going to leave you with uh, J-Rod as he's been playing with uh, the the, uh, the Bioshock remastered series recently and uh, wanted to throw a nice little tag on the end so uh, here's a little bio- bioshock throwback to all of you uh and in case i don't see you good morning good afternoon and good night i may not always love you but long as there are stars above you you never need to doubt it I you so sure about it God. God only knows what I'd be without you without you and if you should ever leave me though life would still go on believe me show nothing to me so, so what good would living do me God only knows what I'd be without you Be without